Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey, hey, guys. It's your girl, Autumn Miles. How are you guys holding up out there? How are we holding up? Um, I pray that you are doing as good as possible. You know, I feel like we've been doing this a little while now with this coronavirus that we've actually kind of settled into maybe a, a new temporary normal. Um, for some of you that haven't, uh, we're praying for you uh, because this is kind of a crazy uh, situation that we've been handed here. Um, however, I've got a word for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for logging, uh, for listening today and logging on, those podcasters. I will remind you to go ahead and um, subscribe to the podcast. So many of you guys tell us on a regular basis that you podcast the show. When we're out on the road, I hear you. And you you guys are telling me, I listen to the podcast. and Or the, you'll message us on social and you'll say, when is the podcast going to come up for this one? And um, go subscribe. You can subscribe to Spotify, iTunes. Um, and, and actually, Cassie's not in here and I don't really know where else. But those are the two places that I know. But go ahead and you'll get updates whenever uh, we have a new podcast happening. Um, I kind of switched things around this week because when coronavirus comes knocking, you need to. Uh, you need to adapt how you do things and any series that you were going to do. I know churches have had to completely adapt. I'm actually recording from my own studio at my own home today. I'm not in the studio with Dan, although Dan is listening on the phone. So um, he'll cut me off if I say something stupid. <laughs> no, he probably won't. But um, we, we, we have had to adapt ourselves. So we're adapting the shows. And I, I actually asked to, we're not doing guests this week. Um, we had two awesome guests scheduled that hopefully we will get back. But um, I wanted to do this show. I did this show, I would say maybe January or February did, did uh, talked about this in January and fe or February. I can't remember which one, but I felt like it was so relevant for what we're going through right now. Um, now I'm going to adapt it a little bit to, to what we're dealing with, but a lot of us have dealt with in the last couple of um, weeks just fear, anxiety, um, frustration even. Um, we've been handled a lot of misinformation, bad information, and um, it has really affected us in a great way. You know, you turn on one news source and you get one thing and you turn on another news source and you get something totally different. And then you go to social media and it's something totally different. Um, but I, I want to talk about um, our minds for a second, and I'm going to read this passage to you, and I'm going to try to adapt it as much as possible to what's relevant right now. Um, Numbers 13 says this, then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, send out for yourself men so that they may spy out the land of Canaan, which... I am going to give to the sons of Israel. 
you shall send a man from each of their father's tribes, one from uh, everyone, a leader among them. This is number 13. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran at the command of the Lord, all of them men who were heads of the sons of Israel. And then it names them, okay? So um, this, of course, is talking about the spies, the 12 spies that were sent into the land of Canaan to spy it out before uh, the nation of Israel went in and crossed the Jordan and, and went and um, uh, defeated Jericho and Ai and stuff like that. So Moses sent 12 men in the land. They went into the land, and this is what Moses says. When Moses sent them, this is Numbers 13, 17, when Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, he said to them, go up there into the Negev, then go up into the hill country. See what the land is like and whether the people who live in it are strong or weak, whether they are few or many. How is the land in which they live? Is it good? Or is it bad? How are the cities in which they live? Are they like open camps or with fornication? How is the land? Is it fat or is it lean? Are there trees in it or not? Make an effort then to get some fruit of the land. Now the time was the time for the first ripe grapes. So they went up, Numbers 13, 21, and spied out the land. They went all around um, this land, and in my study, they they went about 250 miles, which I, I think is is roundabout uh, where they went, and they spied um, about 250 miles of the land. And this is what happened: verse 23, number 13, 23. Then they came to the valley of Eshkol, and from there cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes. And they carried it on a pole between two men with some of the pomegranates and the figs. That place was called the Valley of Eshkol because of the cluster which the sons of Israel cut down from there. So they go, they cut the grapes, which are huge. They have to put them on a pole and they return from spying out the land. Verse 25, I'm going to keep reading. When they returned from spying out the land, like I said, about 250 miles, at the end of 40 days, they proceeded to come to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation of the sons of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. And they brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Thus they told them, we went into the land where you sent us. And it certainly does flow with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. And then it goes into their report. Nevertheless, the people who live in the land are strong and their cities are fortified and very large. And moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. So let me frame this up for you. I'm going to try to make it relevant as much as I can. Um, in my original uh, uh, message, I was talking about, you know, when God has set aside a promise for you, 
Um, there, of course, there's going to be um, um, negative feedback and positive feedback. And clearly these 12 spies who were leaders, these were, these were um, amazing leaders. They were respected men in the nation of Israel. Moses was not going to send in like the 12 string of a man. He sent in the strongest, the smartest, the ones that knew what to look for, the ones that were, were probably the most obedient, the ones that have proved themselves. It was an honor to be sent into the land to see what the land of Canaan was like. Um, it was it was a great honor to do that. Every the whole nation of Israel knew who was going. Their names are written right here in Numbers 13. But they go for 40 days, y'all. And they they travel 250 miles in 40 days. Now, in 40 days, and God only knows how long this quarantine thing is going to last. So we recorded a week behind. So who knows? We might not be quarantined next week, but I have a feeling we probably are. For 40 days, if you're looking, if I'm going to drive from here, from Dallas to 250 miles from here, wherever that would be, Austin, I actually don't know how many miles are between Dallas and Austin, but if I'm going to drive for 40 days anywhere, 250 miles, I'm going to stop. I'm going to get out. I'm going to get a hotel or whatever. I'm going to um, survey the surroundings. And in those 250 miles that I travel for 40 days, I'm going to see desolate places, run down portions of cities, maybe towns that um, are more rural. I'm going to see places that don't look great. They're not appealing to the eye. Um, maybe, maybe I'll stop at a gas station that looks incredibly scary and you don't want to stop there and use the restroom or fill your car up with gas. And then I'm also going to come to places between here and 250 miles from here that are beautiful. You're going to see beautiful homes, expensive homes, beautiful landscape. Um, you know, the hill country in Texas is so, is so amazingly beautiful. But odds are, realistically speaking, if you travel anywhere for 40 days and you go 250 miles, first of all, you could drive 250 miles in a few hours. So you're really going to get a good idea of the negatives of the land and the positives in the land. And you're going to come back. I'll come back to Dallas if I was to travel in a circle or whatever. Armed. Information. I'm going to be armed with um, what's good, what's bad, what's not. And that's exactly what these men were supposed to do. They were going to come back and they were going to tell Moses and Joshua and, uh, well, Joshua with them, Moses and the, the entire nation, what it was like. And they had a choice to make. We can focus on the beautiful part of the land that is flowing with milk and honey. We can choose to focus on these huge grapes that we're carrying between ourselves on a pole because they're so huge and heavy, or we can focus on all of the obstacles 
in the land. And this is what they came back. And you might have heard this story. I'm sure that you had. I'm going to put a little bit of a twist on it, though. This is what they told them in Numbers 13, 27. Thus they told them and said, we went into the land where you sent us. And it certainly does flow with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who live in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. And moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Amalek is living in the land of Negev and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites are living in the hill country and the Canaanites are living by the sea and by the side of the Jordan. Their job was to just give information. And what they decided to do with the information, all that stuff was true. But they decided to twist the information negatively. And what happened to the people? They started to freak out. Verse 30 says this. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, we should by all means go up and take possession of it for we will surely overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are able to go up against the people for they are too strong for us. So they gave out to the sons of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out saying, the land through which we have gone and spied out a land that is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people who saw it are men of great size, believe it or not. All the congregation in Numbers 14 lifted up their voices and cried. And all the people wept that night. All the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron and the whole congregation said to them, would that we have died in the land of Egypt or would that we have died in the wilderness? Why is the Lord bringing us into this land to fall by the sword? Listen to what they're saying. Our wives and our little ones will be plunder. Would it not been better of us to return to Egypt? So then they devise a plan. So they said to one another, let us appoint a leader and return to Egypt. I was studying this um, passage of scripture, and this is where it's going to twist a little bit for you. Now, this is 12 spies that went into um, Canaan to check it out. But as I was reading this in my own life and the things that I'm facing in my own life and the things that I believe God's calling me to in my own life, it was as if the Lord spoke to me and said, yes, Autumn, you're reading about all these spies that went into the nation of, uh, that went into Canaan and, and checked it out. But sometimes the spies are in your mind. And as soon as the Lord told me that, it kind of shifted this whole perspective about the differences between the report of the 10 spies that came back and were negative 
they 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 were just saying all the right information. Yes, there were giants in the land. Yes, there were obstacles to overcome. Yes, there were fortified cities. We know that because the Bible tells us that. But they were so incredibly negative. Their job was to bring back the report. It was not to influence the entire nation of Israel with their negativity. Caleb stood up and said, no, we should surely go into the land and we should take it. And I, and I, I want to make this point to you that sometimes we can be fed so much information. So, like, uh, for instance, what we're dealing with now with all the news outlets and all the, the Facebook, social media, all that stuff, all the posts that are being posted 24, 7, continuous. You can feed yourself negativity upon negativity upon negativity, and it will influence the way you think, or you can choose to be like Caleb, who says, no, we can take the land. Nope. I'm going to trust God's word over all of this negativity. The spies got the entire nation to turn on Moses and Aaron. The entire nation. They were ready to appoint a leader in Numbers 14 and return back to Egypt. Could you imagine that? Verse 5 says this. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces in the presence of the assembly of the congregation of the sons of Israel. Joshua, we know him, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jethuna, of those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes. And they spoke to the congregation of the sons of Israel, saying, this land which we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord is pleased with us, then he will bring us into the land and give it to us a land which flows with milk and honey. Only don't rebel against the Lord and don't fear the people of the land for they will be our prey. Their protection has been removed from them and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Isn't it interesting when, um, when the Lord told me why, when I was studying this passage not too long back you know autumn sometimes the spies are in your mind and we have these two spies um joshua and caleb in our minds as well as the 10 negative spies and we have them i think via the holy spirit saying listen get in my word trust me believe believe what i have told you don't focus on all the negative reports don't focus on all the doom and gloom. Believe my word. Stand on what I told you. But how often, especially with what we are dealing with right now, do we give in to the negative negativity of the 10 negative spies that might be re residing in our own minds? The way we think right now as the church what our hope is right now as the church is vital. Our hope through this crisis. Now, am I saying things aren't scary? No. I totally understand that this is a 
scary time. Just like these giants were scary and real. But we can change our perspective to trust in the power of the living God, or we can surrender to the negativity of all the reports that we see constantly. And personally, I know that we can struggle and there is so much grace for that. But I believe that God is calling us to stand up as the church and be just like Joshua and Caleb and say, no, 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 no. Don't fear the people of the land for they'll be our prey. The Lord is with us. Now, will we be the voice and minority right now? Yes, we will. Because the news media and Facebook, that negativity is like a cancer. But I believe that all of us that call Christ Jesus, our Savior, is called to stand in hope right now. Sometimes the spies are in your mind. And you have a choice. You can fall into the negativity and the doom and gloom, or you can force yourself to trust the promises of God's word and continually throw yourself when you feel weak on them. Even if that's all you have to stand on. We have Jesus as our hope. I'm going to go on to one more verse, which I just found. I didn't just find, but my eyes just fell on it. Numbers 14, 24 says this. My servant, Caleb, because he had a different spirit and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land which he entered and his descendants shall take possession of it. My servant, Caleb, because he has a different spirit, and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land which he entered and his descendants shall take possession of it. Now, everyone else um, didn't get to go. Those other spies, they did not get to go. Um, there was, it was absolutely horrible. And you can read it for yourself in Numbers 14, what God did to all those who rebelled. Pretty awful. But I don't know. I don't know about you. I want to be that Caleb. I feel called to be that Caleb right now. That person with a different spirit. That person that speaks hope when other people are fearful and trembling. That person that says, no, we have to, we have to rely on the promises of God. We have to, we have to, we have to stand on the power that we've seen in our lives through his son right now. 
Now's not the time to surrender in fear. Now is the time to step up and to have our faith literally drive us, even though it's faith on what we cannot see. I want to be Caleb. Don't y'all want to be Caleb? Because he has a different spirit. That's what I think he's calling the church to be during this time. Having a different spirit. Sometimes the spies, you guys, are in your mind. And as you battle out fear versus, versus the truth of God's word, I want Caleb and Joshua in your mind to win because there's great blessing for you to defy the negativity and to stand in faith, even when faith is hard to come by. Oh, there we go. Sometimes the spies are in your mind. I uh, love you guys so much and uh, just want you to know that our team is praying for you. And, um, you know, if you have any prayer requests, you are more than welcome to reach out to us. You can reach out to us on any of our social media, or you can email us at hello at autumnmiles.com. And we would love to pray with you, pray for you. Um, we're all in this together, right? And we're going to get through this together. Be Caleb with a different spirit to your sphere of influence. I love you guys. And I will see you right back here tomorrow on the Autumn Miles Show. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.